Welcome back to Blackout Radio. We are joined by an emerging superstar, a very talented singer. We are joined by Blanche, also known as the creative alias of John Grant, a self-produced First Nations musician who is Wiradjuri, hailing from Sydney, but a man of many different places. We've had a little bit of a yarn about this before. Um, Blanche has produced all of his music in his bedroom and has created a sound so uniquely himself. Rock, acoustic, psychedelia, psychedelia and R&B. He is a man of many talents and many different sounds. So you guys getting boosted. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. And, you know, for the people that are listening at home, could you describe maybe your top five musical influences? Oh, that's tough. I was actually thinking about that on the way here. Oh, really? Um... Definitely um, Nick Drake, if anyone knows Nick Drake, he's probably up there. Um, he wasn't so famous when he was alive, but in death he's probably a bit more famous. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy called Scott Matthews, who probably doesn't get enough recognition. He's like this English um, singer-songwriter, quite, quite acoustic-based. Um, Jeff Buckley, for sure. Oh, um, I totally get Jeff Buckley yeah, from you. Yeah. yeah, I love Jeff Buckley. He's, he's, he's like a Yoda. Like He's, he's, he's so great. Um, was it five or four? How many? <laughs> I could go. Five. I could rattle. Okay. Yeah. Um, You've got three. I would say Prince. Yeah, Prince is Prince. definitely one. I love Prince. Really? Um, just for the fact, maybe not musically, it sounds similar, but um, you know, on this first like two or three records, he did everything on the, on the oh, albums. Okay. You know, he, he wrote it all. He did all the instruments, produced it all, and he was like uncompromising in, in that in, in his that vision, way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. That, I really respect that about him. And his music is great. And probably uh, Led Zeppelin, I would say. I love oh, Led okay. Zeppelin. Yeah, Jimmy Page, my, my favourite guitarist. Um, not just the hard stuff. They've got a lot of like... Um, They've got some pretty like mellowed yeah, out, they do. long they, sort yeah, of like... Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Like quite, they, their acoustic stuff is quite underrated. Um, like there's a song called The Rain Song, which I think is probably one of my favourites. And then also I've got to put Radiohead in there. I just forgot about that. Radiohead. Oh, I love Radiohead. Yeah. Actually, they probably su- supersede all those. <laughs> my favourite song by them is um, High and Dry. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my vibe. My favourite is um, Weird Fishes. It's oh. off um, In Rainbows. And I think that is like, I don't know, one of the most perfect songs I've ever heard. I think the chord progression is crazy, but I don't want to get Okay, I don't get full too on technical yeah, yeah. musician <laughs> yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah. So how did you sort of get into music like what came first was it singing was it you know you're quite an accomplished guitarist um it's definitely definitely guitar definitely guitar was the thing that I always did I kind of equate my musical journey and my my coming into music in terms of like a rom-com um it's like it's like when you excited to hear this yeah (laughs) it's like when you um you always watch the rom-com and there was there's always the girl who's like trying to get the, the good-looking guy, but really the guy she should always be going for was her best mate, who's like the nerdy kind of guy. Okay, like. so you're doing Pretty in Pink right now. Yeah, something yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much like I always did music. I've always done it. Um, I've always played guitar. I was introduced quite young by my dad to play guitar. And everyone in my family is quite musical. My auntie sing, my uncle sings. Um, my dad plays guitar. My pop plays guitar. Yeah, so on and so forth. And um, yeah, so it was always just there. And then, I don't know, I went to uni and I was doing other things. I was studying filmmaking and all that, hence the film reference before. And like I, um, 
yeah, I just, I, 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 did a, I did a guitar course and I was thinking to myself, oh, I could easily do this. I mean, I've always mm. done it. And then slowly just started, the ball started rolling and then I started wanting to learn how to sing because I was just quite shy about that and still am. But um, yeah, it you kind of always happened. You have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, it was just stories, um, it, it just happened like that. And then I was asking my mum the other day because I was really interested in kind of like youth and mm-hmm. I was just really being quite, yeah, just deep thinking about this. And I was like, I just asked her if she could see what our career paths now as children, like what what we were doing as children like come into what we're doing as adults now and she she just said like yeah I can see that you were a musician like it was always going to happen which is kind of cool like but I never saw that for myself until well yeah last probably four or five years yeah wow that's kind of like crazy knowing that like you've always had this capability within yourself but like finding it at a later date yeah because most people they're pretty gung-ho about what they want to yeah. do at an early age. But, like, finding the room to explore that is always really interesting. Yeah. Well, I was... I just... That's what I wanted. I wanted the room to explore it. And I, I don't think... I never took it seriously because I was always afraid that... Because it was my hobby and it was my passion. I loved playing guitar. I always did it. Mm-hmm. But I was always afraid that if I made that or tried to monetize off that, um, that it would ruin the love for it. Oh, okay. And... Um, and I just had to realise I had to just do it, you know what I mean? Like, it was just something that I've always done and it was just staring me right in the face. So, yeah, I just had to take a chance and I'm pretty glad that I did, yeah. It was the ducky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was there all along. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, bless, uh, I wanted to ask you about, you know, you moving around, you've lived in London. Yeah. Um, you've lived all around Australia for a while here and there yeah. with your family. And I always wanted about that idea of like a sonic signature, like how different cities and different places have um, sort of unique sounds that are so similar and so unique to that place where, um, you know, people often get inspired by that. Like at the moment you've got a lot of Western Sydney music is so inspired by the drill music that's going out there. And because you've sort of lived everywhere, how Mm. has that sort of influenced your sound and what have you noticed from yeah, those places? That's a good question. Perhaps, maybe not necessarily that I've been influenced by the places I've been, but perhaps the way that I've lived in those places. Um, I, I, I was always quite, like when we lived overseas, we always kind of lived together and like, in, and we didn't really venture too far out. Um, it was always me and my brothers and we'd always kind of be at home and just relax and chill. And I would always be in my room, so perhaps my music is reflective in the way that it's, it feels personal and intimate in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, so, like, yeah, if, I want it to feel that as if, like, my songs are me just playing to you in my room because that's what I did when I was growing up. Like, I always played in my room. So maybe in that way, like, when we always moved around, it was always, you know, us all together and me being in my room kind of, kind of thing. But I think also um, I do like some Middle Eastern uh, vibes, I think, also comes in with um, like liking Led Zeppelin and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they did a lot of stuff in um, their little music in like Marrakesh and places like that. And whilst I've never been to Marrakesh, but um, my family did move to the Dubai and Abu Dhabi, and I think I probably had grown an ear for that. Mm. Um, I just like their melodies and like I don't know, it is something quite I beautiful. I can kind of hear that in like how you sing with your runs, like you yeah. do use like a little bit yeah. of. Re- I try. Vibrato, vibrato. I can't say it. Yeah, vibrato. Thank you, thank you. That's hard. 
I can't sell it. No, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, 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 I try to, I try to, I always try to have my influences in my music. I think mm-hmm. it's important to kind of note that I'm, the, the things that I, I like, I kind of, I don't shy away from them. Yeah. I think a lot of people try to hide their influences and try to be like, I'm an original thing, but I think I'm just an amalgamation of just different places that I've been and all my, like, different places I've been, music I've listened to and just, and just experiences I've had. And I don't try to hide that. If you, if you hear a song and you think it sounds like Nick Drake or you think it sounds like Radiohead, Trent Starr probably is. And I'm not, but I'm not running from it because tip, I'm just tipping my hat off to it. Tip of the yeah. beanie, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So tip of beanie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've never done that. I'm not really much of a hat guy either, so. Yeah. Really? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you you look like you had a phase. Definitely when I was a kid because my mum probably tried, but uh, it makes me look... Mm, well, if I'm you a could a pick weird. like a superstar outfit, because like Jimmy Page has a very yeah. specific fashion yep. sort of like look. You can pick him from a mile away. Yeah. Same with Jeff Buckley. Yeah, Jeff Buckley. Like, yeah. if you had to pick your signature sort of musician style, what would yeah. it be? Jeff Buckley would be up there. Um, I did try to grow my hair out once to be like Jeff Buckley. It wasn't really to be like <laughs> Jeff Buckley. I couldn't really afford a haircut at the time. But like, and you were so just, just like seeing how it goes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it was a pain. So I, I don't know how, I don't know. I don't know how women do it. Because I, I hated having long hair. It was just I always like greasy time. and stuff. <laughs> I just hated it. But stylistically, yeah, probably, I don't know. Yeah. I Jeff mean, you've Buckley got like some one. influences. You were telling me earlier about uh, Tuscan oh, leather, yeah, Tuscan leather. Um, yeah. which, influ- which was influenced by Drake. Yeah, I well, mean. yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that song, if anyone's ever listened to that song, that song is amazing. That's like, yeah, top five Drake songs in my opinion. But um, really? yeah, no. oh, I think it's, it's, it's a What's great opener. Oh, you put me on the spot. Um, Tuscan Leather's definitely one. Uh, I think it's called Six God. It's off, uh, if you're reading this too late, that's pretty, that's yeah. pretty, hard, pretty hard. Used to with Lil Wayne. Yeah, That great. one, pretty much that whole album, even though it's like, you know, there's that a bit era of controversy. That era was pretty good. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that era is pretty good. Uh, there's a song called Summer Games that's coming up to mind, which is off okay. um, Scorpion, which is, it's pretty good. Uh, there's another. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, what's that one? Portland. You know that song, Portland. No, I don't know Portland. Oh, yeah, oh, okay, I'm that's gonna mad. listen yeah. to that one. <laughs> They're pretty all much right. all like gym kind of songs. You know what I mean? Like they really pump you up, kind of. Thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're For just the boys. Ready to just yeah, like, like let's go hard. Yeah, right. Tackle a car or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just bite into some metal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Eat some concrete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Um, you know, you've talked about, so you briefly mentioned, sorry, about you going to film school and, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a filmmaker. Yeah, 100%. And I always, like, love the idea of the impact of music within film and mm. how much it can sort of change a whole scene's oh, meaning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, has there been a time where you've sort of listened to a track within a film score and just being like, this is next level. Like, yeah. And what uh, makes it next level for you? So my favourite score is, um, it's Arcade Fire did the score for the movie Her. And easily, is it's so beautiful, it's so raw, it's, it's insanely intimate. And um, I don't play piano, but that like really want, like I, when I listen to that, I'm just like, oh, I wish I could just tickle the ivory. Like, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I really could just like, yeah, just... I really wish I could play because it's just it's so beautiful and I think it really encapsulates 
the mood and the kind of emotion of the film and it, it enhances that as well mm. but um yeah i think another score uh the suspiria score by tom york um i think it was 20 i don't know when suspiria came out but yeah tom york did the um did the score for that and the one with dakota yeah, johnson yeah 100 yeah. Yeah, yeah that one um and yeah the score for that is is crazy because it's not like a regular score there are some instrumentals in it but there's also like proper songs which is mm. something you don't really get in scores usually that it's just instrumental but yeah um when he when he puts lyrics in it it kind of adds this layer of like subtext and you're getting a deeper thing because i was listening to him talk about it and he was saying that like i don't want to make music that fit the scene you kind of want to juxtapose it in a way to oh, kind okay. of like count like you've, you've got all these things going on rather than just enhancing one thing which is which makes great. sense for that film because yeah. it's like it's just about being crazy pretty oh, much yeah. like it's oh, yeah. it's total insanity so it's you wild. do want to just yeah. subvert expectation after expectation yeah 100 percent. yeah Okay, look at you, film buff. Love that. <laughs> I could rattle. I could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to have to like give you a show or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know if you did... Oh, was it Wild Horses? Horses? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, by Daryl Braithwaite. Wild, no, uh, Rolling Stones. Um, Horses is the Daryl Braithwaite one. That's the one. Yeah, did I didn't you do, do that? that. No, I did Wild Horses. Okay, that's where I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah. But I was going to ask you about... Um, sort of the role of Australian music within an international mm. sort of pla- um, playing field. Like, I think, me personally, I think Australian music is pretty amazing yeah. and it's, like, underrated, but now in sort of, like, a very contemporary setting, it's, like, we just don't get the recognition. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, for people who are like you who are on the come up, who have, you know, great sounds, like, how does that feel being on the come up for people who don't necessarily want to celebrate Australian music. Yeah. It's tough. I, I, I tend to not think of myself as Australian music because I don't want to, I don't know, I, can't, I just I think of it as music. I try not yeah. to label it. I know that sounds so pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I get that. People you know I mean? are like, like yeah. you know, um, so uh, Harley Windsor, who um, is like a professional athlete, He's indigenous, but he's like, no, nah, I'm an athlete first. Yeah, abs- well, yeah, you never want to be defined by that. You know, you don't want, like, I don't want to be an Aboriginal artist. I want to be an artist that's Aboriginal. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not what makes me, it's not what defines me. I'm, I'm, I am Aboriginal. I'm, all, I'm other things as well, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a brother. I'm a son. I'm a grandson. Um, I'm a really bad cook. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> really? But there's other things. I'm not really bad. I should give myself more credit. But... There are other things that define me and, and, you know, it's, it's, yeah. And in terms of that, I would, I would love to be just seen as an artist rather than just, you know, an Australian artist or something like that. But I think it's really important that, you know, people listen to Australian music because mm. um, we do have some really great artists out here, like, you know, and people doing great overseas. You've got, like, Kid Leroy does, he's doing quite well. And, but you've got people like Tame Impala and, um... Yeah, yeah Tame Impala's, Tame like, Impala, killing uh, it. They're, they're, like, they're great. I mean, I don't listen to Kid Leroy, but, like, that's yeah, just an example. <laughs> but Tame Impala, um, yeah, he, he's great. And he's, yeah, they're, they're all killing it. And then, but yeah, it's, it's important to kind of not, I don't know. I don't want to put that restriction on myself. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that's also a restriction that's been probably put on, to, put on, put on me. Yeah. Me. Do you find like, um, because you are an Indigenous artist, do you think people just only care about 
your perspectives as an Indigenous yeah. person instead of just being like, you know, what you have to say is like maybe you're talking about love, maybe you're talking about travel or exploration or something else. Like, do you find yourself being the spokesperson of yeah being Indigenous and being an Indigenous musician? No, I, I totally understand that. And I think it's something I'm really kind of... It's something I've always thought about and, and grappled with. Um, it's hard because I want to be someone that Aboriginal people could look up to. Yeah. But at the same time... I don't want to just be hired for my in, for me being indigenous. Do you know what I mean? It's, you want to be hired because you're talented. I want to be hired because yeah, you're exactly. Worth it. Because, yeah, exactly yeah. right. I want to feel that I earned it, and for me, that's such a big thing personally to have that feeling of wanting to to, to feel that I've earned my place. I don't mm. want to feel as if I'm just there to make up the numbers. I want people to be honest with me in terms of like, you know, if they like my music, not not just because it's indigenous music. You know, he's a he's a great indigenous artist. I don't want that. I want to be a great mm. artist. So yeah, it's hard to kind of it's it's hard to balance that because there's yeah there's a lot of opportunities when you also put yourself down as an indigenous artist, but then it's also a lot of boxing in when you're put yourself in that because then you'll only get hired to do indigenous gigs and you know like that. And it's a whole it's it's a whole thing, but it's it's tough. Yeah, but it's great at the same time. You know what I mean? It's it's hard. It's it's a really tricky area. Absolutely, kind of it's yeah. always going to be kind of a weird sort of dance yeah. of identity I think if you are in that position you just have to back yourself and remember that like you're talented and then you have mm. to kind of put your talent to the forefront so that people are like you know he's actually a good singer or like he's a good guitarist because um, then you've got that a voice stuff, of an angel oh thank you because <laughs> 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 once you do that then that you know then being an indigenous artist it, it, it goes away and then they hear their talent so mm. that's kind of a way to kind of counter, is to counter that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, you kind of had a EP that was released last year. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, fly, Sea and Fly. Yeah. yeah. Um, could you talk about your like inspirations behind that, that? specifically? So Sea and Fly, yeah, it was just the two songs. It's going back now. Um, Oh, know, way yeah. back a oh, yeah. year. In, in, yeah. <laughs> and I look back on my career. Yeah. <laughs> I think, nah, um, so C was kind of born out of, um, was born out of COVID. I mean, they both were, but that specifically song, that specific song kind of deals with that a lot more. Um, it deals with a lot of, about trying to find your peace of mind and yeah, your independence within the craziness that was going on in COVID. Um, so yeah, that song's about that. And I think, my relationship to nature in terms of being in the water and things like that, that's kind of plays on that. Um, Fly was something that was just born out of just playing with samples. Um, It's a really different song from pretty much anything I've done and probably anything I may ever do um, for the near future anyway. Um, Mm. Because it's quite, I don't know. I just wanted to, I was just playing with, I just found this really cool drum loop and I was like, oh, this sounds like um, this song called Vitamin C by this band called Can, this German band. Um, really great song too. Let's check that out. But um, <laughs> Okay, with all the recommendations, <laughs> yeah, love yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> but I was listening to that and I was like, oh, this sounds cool. And so I, was just, I started playing this riff over it and I, was, and I was just building and building off that. And yeah, I'm really quite proud of that. Even though it may be something that I may not do, I think it was important for me to just... Because at the time when I was releasing songs, I wanted to just make whatever I wanted mm. rather than just put myself in a box. And I think now... 
as I've progressed since then, I'm finding myself what, finding what, what I like a lot more. Yeah. Like uh, the so- or sounds that suit me or like yeah, the, the genre that probably suits me the best. But I think that song is, is really great fun. I've never performed it because it's like, I need a whole band and it's a whole thing. But yeah, it would be cool to do it one day. How exciting. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us. No like, you're so well-spoken. Um, I love your deep love cut knowledge. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not just like, it's not flippant com- no, 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 like no, compliments. No, 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 no. Like, you know, you got to earn it. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, you did. No, thank you very much. And you've got to like, just soak it up because you're going to be a superstar. Oh, God. Yeah, so Ooh, very lucky don't know how to. My head's gonna fit through that door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a pretty big door too. So yeah, um, you know, thank you so much for joining no us. And where can we find your music? Um, so you can find my music at on on Spotify, just Blanche, and you'll see a picture of my face, which I know is weird to say that because it's you're the a, dude, Blanche. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll just see my face. You'll see, and it's black and white. I'm wearing a white shirt, um, and you can find my social, well, just my social, yeah. Uh, my Instagram at the Blanche Music, um, yeah, on Instagram again you'll find a picture of my face, probably sitting down trying to look like I'm taking a book cover pose, but yes, trying to be all artist as they do. Yeah. Bless. Thank you so much. Yeah, no that was me. pretty brilliant. Yeah. <laughs>